time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Hello and welcome to episode 128, Move Beyond Blame, Live Healthy and Happy Post-COVID-19. Today's episode was inspired uh, by my own uh, living, living during this uh, quarantine phase of the COVID-19. And I started to think, does the constant blame feed our worry and fear and does it prevent us from really living healthy and happy? And you know, I'd have to say yes. And so today's episode, I'd really like to talk about the downside of blaming others and why we blame others, as well as steps to move beyond blame itself. You know, over the last few months, the blaming and stick throwing has really shown the weakness of those participating. And I started watching what it was doing to the minds and hearts of everyone that I thought, you know, this episode should really focus on that focus on what it really does to our health and happiness. The current climate of our country and the world for that matter is really affecting our health and vitality. And we can see people with many stress and anxiety issues due to this lack of being comfortable and stable in their environment. According to some of the ancient masters, pandemics give us an opportunity to really look at ourselves from the inside out which is quite different from our habits looking outside in. And what does that mean? Well, if we're pointing the finger as to who is the blame for this occurrence happening, we're simply addressing the outside of us rather than going inside of us and really working with how we're feeling, what our own thoughts are, and what our own behavior is during this, the COVID-19 pandemic. Does this seem a bit far-fetched or out there? Well, perhaps so, but let me explain a little bit more. What does it mean when we say blame? Well, it means, according to the dictionary, to assign responsibility for a fault or a wrongdoing. We all have blamed others for doing things wrong. Am I correct in saying that? I would have to say yes. But what is the root cause of blame? It appears to me that people play the blame game for several reasons. Even mainstream psychology does recognize it. Although it knows very little about ego and how it operates, It is beginning to recognize the connection between negative emotional states and physical disease. But there's one root cause of blame, not taking responsibility for our feelings, thoughts, and actions, either one of those or all of the above. And that's all rooted in fear, of course, because it can be real scary to look at ourselves and to do our own inventory. The fear of really seeing ourselves from the inside out is really not having the courage because you need a lot of courage to do that, especially to keep your nose in your own backyard. This doesn't mean that others don't do criminal acts or show low humanly behaviors because that does indeed exist. But when we blame, we only create a sickness and unhappiness because we get stuck in a stagnant energy field. 
we keep rehearsing the same thing over and over and over again, bringing it up over and over, and that creates stagnation. And it becomes a habit. And we fail to move forward with the strength and clarity and focus that's needed in our own life because of this habit. Because we're continually feeding the mind pool of energy with old happenings instead of where we could be going and moving forward. What do we feel like doing now? The COVID-19 pandemic will be over. Where are we going? Have we planned? Have we planned for the future, moving forward, building a new life? It's interesting, if we go to the negative, things grow like the virus grows. If we stay in the fear, the animosity, the anger, the blaming, it's going to grow just like our virus is growing. And then we begin to contract and our anger, jealousy comes up, irritation, it percolates even more. And the stagnant energy pool that we've created feeds the negativity. And we really do get stuck if it goes too long. Let's not let it go too long. Let's move forward now, take both feet out of the energy pool and say, where are we going? Let's live happy and healthy. Let's move forward, lift the consciousness, bring everyone to move forward with us. I would carry it even a step further and say that we blame others because our ego takes over. So I had mentioned fear, but ego operates out of that uh, paradigm. And it's much easier to blame than it is to address our own feelings. You know, everyone is blaming the president, the state governors for this pandemic mess or where it originated or we're not medically prepared. Who could we blame for that? Who could we blame for our economic and political corruption? Can we blame the elite money holders, the unsanitary conditions in certain markets? It's not even to mention names, but we could create all sorts of objects to blame all of this on, whereas it is a collection of everything. It's not just one thing that's causing this. But our tendency to blame is very, very deep-rooted, and it comes from that deep-rooted fear. We don't want to fool ourselves. There's plenty to learn from this COVID-19 experience. We can get to see a reflection of how we are feeling, thinking, and behaving. Some people have told me that they've already got to see their deep-rooted fears just by staying home. What if, they, what if they die? I know many, many people out there in the front line dealing with patients. Again, going into a hospital where everyone is fearful, they don't have the proper equipment in many places. These feelings and emotions do come up. The toilet paper rush was a perfect example of that. Or buying all food off the shelves, all the vitamins and supplements that are on back order. Everything's sold out. That's fear. That's fear and it's manifesting in every one of our hearts as a collectiveness. So we must be able to recognize it, stop blaming anyone from causing all of this and move out, move out of the survival mode and get into a place of health, harmony and happiness. So we're gonna move from spending time blaming anyone, blaming the people who bought all the toilet paper because we don't have any, right? That's another little blame. But we have to understand everyone's doing their best. We're all here together globally. In fact, this pandemic brings that reality to the home front. You know, the virus that supposedly started in Wuhan came to visit all of us and the rest of the world. The message is clear, right? We're all vibrating on this global, this planet spinning through space and we all have to come to grips with that and start recognizing that and treating everyone accordingly with health, harmony, and compassion. 
because pandemics do bring reality to the home front. Remember that. There's no one to blame, and that's the key here. We must look beyond things of our past and step out of this cesspool of anger, hate, animosity. The anger that's been percolating is what's changed our government and why we have even a government that we have now. It's, it's not the government's fault. It's the collectiveness. We're the ones that create all of this, meaning all of us together, not one person. We have to step into a new light of vitality and compassion because everyone is trying their best. So let's not judge how good or bad anyone is. Let's send a positive message out to everyone. Work with ourselves to build health and happiness and be the conduit for others to catch our own happiness and healing attitude. You remember when I spoke about emotional contagion? Well, emotion of fear is contagious, but guess what? An emotion of happiness, joy, and camaraderie is also contagious. Why not share that? I would ask anyone how many fed the waters of fear and anger and how many caught our emotions when we were fearful or angry. Literally, I could say we've all done that on some level, but we could move forward now and pay attention and keep our own nose to our own backyard. By blaming, we're holding ourselves back we really are by stepping into the, our, we're, we're holding ourselves back from our own health and happiness post COVID. And that's the message. Let's move beyond the blame and step into a healthy and happy global community post COVID-19. And if we do this collectively, the virus won't really have anywhere to park itself. And how do we do this? Of course, I'm going to say meditation and its practices. Why? Because meditation introduces you to yourself. And the time is here that we need to address our lives and slow down, develop inner focus and build our immunity both inside and out. Our inner unrest that causes our health and happiness to be compromised is really what has to be addressed. We are, we're addressing the, the health conditions, of course, the digestive disturbances, the emotional turmoil, other unbalanced conditions, but we really have to address the inner unrest that we see. Just people under quarantine are so unrest, there, no, there's no rest. Instead of using the time where you could be learning, you could be learning and learning to meditate, learning to stay with yourself, even if it's five minutes a day, learning to plant a garden, learn to plant a vegetable, learn to be in nature, be with family, children. All of these are available to us right now. The biggest virus that we have right now is fear, anger, frustration, and entitlement. And all these emotions, by the way, are contagious. And we see it within the landscape now. An emotion that does harm to the body also reflects the people you come in contact with, both directly and indirectly, through a process of chain reaction. And that's what happens. The generic term of all our negative emotions together is called unhappiness. So we want to turn this around. We have to polish our ego and we do that with meditation, ridding ourselves of the fear. We must learn to breathe to carry the mind back home. It was an excellent book that I just had the opportunity to read, Vishoka Meditation by Pandit Rajmani Tiganayat, the spiritual head of the Himalayan Institute. It was fascinating. I worked with students with it. Everyone loved it because it's rooted in the science and practice from a real live tradition delivered by a master, as opposed to a soundbite 
that's delivered and you say, well, wait a minute, I can't meditate. Well, you're not given a whole systematic, pro you're not giving a process in which you could systematically go within, bring your mind back home. So all of these practices out there, don't beat yourself up if it seems difficult to meditate. It's because many of the practices aren't rooted in a real tradition with time-tested systematic practices. And that's the key. I have no financial affiliation with a Vishoka meditation or any of that that I'm talking about. I just, when I see a gem, I'd like to share it with everyone in the community. And hence why I say, take a look at it if you really want to see the basis and the root of how to learn to meditate. You can join our Meditate With Me Thursday night classes. I'll show you how to build your energetic protective field with the breath so that you could keep your organism protected and your mind in the light of being. In other words, positive emotions. If you want to join me, we're accepting donations for the class. Go to drsusantaylor.com forward slash and go to the shop and you'll be able to reach it right there. Remember, a healthy and happy life is a product of good digestion, both mentally and physically. And you do that by being able to process your own inner thoughts, feelings, and emotions, any of those, you need to be able to digest them. Before ending, I'd like to just say, we have to be prudent and socially responsible, but not fearful blaming others. Fear compromises our health and happiness. And in the case of contagious physical and emotional diseases, it becomes self-defeating. A genuine smile knowing that everybody is doing their best is said to really help distribute the life force. That life force I'm talking about is the prana chi key that I teach with breath awareness. And it really helps distribute that life force to every cell in the body. The happy person is less subjected to disease since happiness attracts a greater supply of this life force, this energy into the body. Maintaining a positive, joyful attitude is exactly the right thing we need to do now for the next phase post-COVID-19. And that does bring me to the end of this episode. If you'd like to be notified, please contact me at susantaylor.org. And as I always say, do your research. And if you know someone who may need to know about the topic, please pass it on. It'll help benefit the community. It'll help build the community and it will really help pass on the message. The Susan Taylor podcast does come out every week and is available on susantaylor.org, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and other podcast platforms. And join me for behind the scenes commentary and the question and answers for this episode on YouTube. If you'd like to hear more about this topic, contact me. I'm enjoying the questions and comments that are coming through they're wonderful. And I'm trying to include them in each one of the podcasts. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.